out of darkness. Wow, this is the season or this is the message, I believe, for the now hour. How do we get out of this dark situation that we're in? How do we combat it? Well, I'll tell you, God's already began to work great miracles. I mean, this is a great day. This is Easter. This is Resurrection Sunday. This is the day that we celebrate that Jesus came out of that grave. And because that Jesus came out of that grave, we all know that we are together. We can come out of our tombs of our own lives. And let me just quickly say what the Lord has done. We have sanctuary in four places. Now, because of this pandemic, because what the enemy has done, we've got sanctuaries all over the country. <laughs> in fact, we've got hundreds of them right here in Camden, got hundreds of them in Raider, Alabama, and Pine Bluff. What that means, you have made your living room a sanctuary. Wow, isn't that powerful? We went from four sanctuaries to hundreds of sanctuaries, all because of the attack of the enemy. So I can say that already the darkness is being defeated. But we want to embrace what you're going through also. We want to talk about your personal darkness and, and what each one of you individually are facing. You know, as your pastor, I see things going on different, so differently in our, even in our own fellowship, much less in our difference in our four churches. For example, some of you are really enjoying this season. I mean, it's a season where you get to pull away, be by yourself, uh, take some time that you've been wanting to take. Others of you are doing that, but there's such a fear that's associated with it. How do I keep away from the virus, everything that comes to my house? How do I take my mail out of the mailbox without being contaminated? How do I get groceries from one of the grocery stores without being? And so it's a real fear issue. Others of you are facing real economic situations. There's a how we're going to get through this financially because many of you are laid off from your job, but then some of you are on front lines and you're walking right through this darkness every day and continuing to work. Wow, this is such a varied battle. But I'm going to tell you what, we've got a Jesus that's big enough to handle it all. In fact, that darkness that the enemy has tried to presume upon us at this time, I'm so thankful that God has put into each of our lives the power to break that darkness. In fact, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it says, Who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Wow! That's just like Lazarus when he was in the tomb. So whatever tomb you're in, God's calling you out. Just the same as he said, Lazarus, come forth. He said, you come forth. Whatever it is, whatever the gloom, whatever the heaviness is that's trying to weigh you down. Uh, you know, some of you just may be really having issues with because you're having to stay at home, because the children are all around you, don't have anything for them to do. Um, I mean, all types of heaviness that weighing us down. But listen, can you hear the Lord? <laughs> wow, he's calling us out of this darkness. That's what this scripture says. He said, God, or Jesus, who hath called us out of darkness. That means 2,000 years ago when Jesus was in that tomb and he was called out, he not only called himself out or the Father called him out, we were called out also. 2,000 years ago, Jesus defeated whatever issue that I'm fighting today. Wow, isn't that victorious? Praise God. So we're going to deal with this morning. We're going to deal with it from three of your pastors. We're going to deal with three solutions of how to come out of that darkness. Point number one, what can I do 
to help me come out of the darkness. Number one, I received the promise. He will bring us through the darkness with the power of his word. Wow. Can you believe that this morning? That the word of God is able to stabilize your life and the word of God is able to recreate your life and the word of God is able to build your life. That's why it's so important that you're just not watching programs all the time, that you're watching, it's important that you're watching spiritual programs. And it's also important that you're not neglecting your daily Bible and your daily prayer. And you're not neglecting that hearing those whispers of the Lord because the way we're going to come out of this is through the word. The word of God is the antidote for any dilemma. <laughs> and just like there's a, a pandemic of this virus, there's a, also a pandemic of fear. There's a pandemic of being afraid. There's a pandemic of all types of issues. But the antidote always is the same. The antidote is the word of God is able to bring me out of this. And the word of God, the word of God declares that not only is it able to bring me out, but it's able to bring my family out. And not only can it bring my family out, it can bring my church out. And I believe that God even deals with a nation, so to speak, that that God can even redeem a nation. So we've got to get our eyes on the word of the Lord. In Genesis chapter one, verse two, it says the earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters. That's what we're experiencing. We've, under God's creation, there has developed a darkness, a gloom of the devil. It's really the desperate means of the devil to be able to stop the coming of the Lord, what he's trying to do. He has not, he doesn't have enough sense to know that he's hastening it. Because the Bible says when we see these certain things come to pass that we're to look up for our redemption is drawing nigh. It's drawing near. Man, it's right at the door. <laughs> that's why that many of you are feeling convicted in your heart now. That's why many of you are thinking about God that you haven't thought about him for a while. And that's why you're feeling, am I right with God? That's because God's trying to get us ready. So when the trumpet blows, we can go be with him. And this is a sign. The Bible says there's going to be many signs in the last days. This is a sign that points us to the fact that Jesus is coming. So just let me put a quick note in here. You need to yield to that Holy Spirit conviction that you're feeling. You need to yield to what God is do, doing in your heart. That's why if you feel convicted, you need to cry out for forgiveness. If you're not sure that you're right with God, you need to drop on your knees and find seasons in this hour to where you can make sure things are right with God. And you that have known the will of God in your life for all these years and you've never done anything toward it, it's time to do it. You may only have a short time to fulfill it. I tell you, it's going to be sad to get to heaven one day and he's going to say, did you do what I put you on earth to do? And, and any of us that would stand before him and say, no, Lord, I didn't. If God's put a calling on your life, you need to get busy doing that calling in some way, fashion. Praise God. But he said, darkness covered the earth and the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Wow. That's what God's doing now. The darkness, the gloom is here, but the Spirit of God is hovering, is wooing, is interceding, is helping us to find a way out of this. You need to just say in your heart right now, I know God is making a way out of this for me and for mine. You need to quit listening to the doomsday messages and start listening to what the Holy Spirit is hovering 
The Holy Spirit is full of peace and he's full of joy. And you need to know that God right now by his spirit is hovering over this situation to find us a way out of this for the glory of God. You know, fear may have you right now. This COVID-19, this virus that we're facing, it, listening to it all the time on the news, our thoughts being on it, that fear has settled in. But I want you to know God has power to break it. Remember, God said, let there be light. What changed the first darkness to light was God's word. What's going to change your darkness into light is going to be God's word. That's why you've got to quit playing with the word of God. Don't tote around a Bible out here. Tote around a Bible in here. Stay in that Bible until God begins to speak to you, give you scriptures that become yours in nature. And when it becomes yours, then you have the power to speak it out and to decree it and to declare it. That's why it's so important that we as victory all over that we continue to come together just like this because your pastors are standing before you to decree and declare the word of God. And I want you to know that God has made a way. That the Holy Spirit, this did not catch God off guard. The Holy Spirit is hovering and God has made a way through this. And not only through this, God has made a way over this for the glory of God. Psalms 156 verse 3, it says, but when I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Let me just quickly ask you, how do you trust in the Lord? Do you trust in a figment of your imagination? Do you trust in a picture that you saw of Jesus sometime? How do you trust in the Lord? You, you trust in the Lord by trusting in the words he said. That's the way you trust in the Lord. And this scripture in the book of Psalms, what he says, when I'm afraid, when I'm experiencing fear, when I feel fear because of what I'm going through, I make a choice. I choose to trust the words that Jesus said. He said he would never leave me, never forsake me. I choose to trust the words that Jesus said. I want to close part one with a picture, if I may. This is a picture that means a lot to me over the past many years. And it simply holds, it simply is an expression of what it means to trust in the Word of God. As you can see, there's a storm that's raging. And then there's a small child that has no power to stop that storm. And that's probably exactly like you feel. In fact, I've kept this picture on my prayer book for years because, see, I can identify. I don't identify with the strong hand, but I identify with the child that has no power to stop what's going on. <laughs> but look whose hands we're in. The hand is God's hand. And that's what the Word of God does for us. The Word of God cradles us and holds us deep in the hands of the Lord. Let's look at point two now. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Pastor. I'm so excited to be getting into uh, our second uh, passage here, our second series. Jesus will bring you through the darkness. Jesus, say that with me today, Jesus will bring you through the darkness. When things uh, are set in darkness on this earth, I'm telling you, people are looking for the light. Hallelujah. When darkness covers this earth, people are looking for the light. And I'm telling you, Jesus is the light of the world. Can you say amen? The darkness, the darkest place to ever exist in the place where there is no hope. 
no chance and no chance or no way to get out. Amen. So I want you to know today when darkness come over you and and over this earth, the Bible say darkness will come over the earth and gross darkness over the people. And I want you to know when you are looking at things that there's no way out, no way you can pay your bills, no way you can get out of your financial situation, it's dark. I'm telling you, no way that you can uh, establish healing out of cancer. I'm telling you, when it comes to that, it's dark. But I want you to know God can make a way out of your uh, darkness. Can you believe that today? I'm telling you, in uh, John 4:16, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the the truth, and I am the life. Amen? So that's how we get out of our darkness. It's through Jesus. He can pull us through. Can you say amen? Hell was was uh, created for the house sin. And the Bible say then Matthew 25 and 30, and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you are unprofitable when you don't turn to Jesus. Amen. You are not good. And the Bible say that we, God wished that we prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prosper. So I'm telling you, sin can make you unprofitable. It can make you unprofitable, sir. So I'm letting you know today that Jesus can make us come forth out of the darkness. The Greek meaning for outer is darkness, outer side, the limits of the light. Hallelujah. Sin is the only thing that can take you to a place outside the limits of God. Sin has no cure. Sin has no answer. Just like coronavirus, uh, they have no cure. They have no answer. But God has a way to break through the light. Can you say amen? I love that song that say, Waymaker. Oh, my miracle worker. Oh, my God. That's that's a song that I love to sing. Waymaker. Oh, uh, uh, a light in the darkness, a light in the darkness. Our God. I'm telling you, that is a song that I love to, to sing over and over because he is a way maker. Can you say amen? He is a miracle worker. Can you say amen today? Oh, my God. He can bring us out of our darkness. Amen. In John 1 and 5, he said, the light shine in the darkness and the darkness uh, does not comprehend the light. I'm telling you, when you have darkness around you, it cannot, it's like hitting a wall. When darkness tried to penetrate light, it'll fall dead at the scene because it cannot penetrate light because I'm telling you in this dark age that we're living in, God has brought forth light for us. Amen. And I'm telling you there in Pine Bluff and wherever you're listening at today, Jesus can pull you through your darkness. Can you say amen? In John 3 16, it said, well, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him 
them will not perish, but have eternal life. Can you say amen today? I'm telling you, God gave his son. It looked at dark when the, when they was crucifying him. It looked like it was not the will of God for him to be on that cross. But I'm telling you, that was not the end. That was not the end. God had a plan for his children. God had a plan for you and me to come out of that darkness. And it's Jesus. Amen. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he's sitting on the right hand of power and authority today. And I'm telling you, he came through that dark time and he brought us through it as well. He, we are seated with him. He is risen. When Mary and Ma Mary Magdalene and the others came to that tomb, they came there to be able to do funeral work upon him, but the stone was rolled away. And I'm telling you that Jesus had, was not there. That's just like people today. They are looking for Jesus, the light of the world, in dead places, in places where God has already left. Amen. God had did a work in this earth. He came into this earth and he uh, rose again on the third day. And I'm telling you, he rose with all power and all authority in his hand. And I'm telling you, he's able to roll the darkness away from you today, no matter what it is. I'm telling you, if you have a problem with your family, if you saying my family's in trouble, if you saying this coronavirus is, is affecting us, and if you saying that there's no way I can see myself through this situation, I'm telling you, God is able to do exceedingly abundant above anything that we could ask or think according to the power that works in us. And I'm telling you, when the world, it seems like it's so dark, I'm telling you, you turn to Jesus. Jesus will make a difference. And Jesus will pull you through this darkness. I'm telling you, there's been a lot of dark nights in my life. But I'm telling you, the Bible declares unto us that weeping and do for a night, a season, but joy comes in the morning. I'm telling you, I believe the reason why we have day and night, because you can make a choice whether you want to be a part of the light, and Jesus is the light of the world. Amen. I'm telling you, it doesn't hurt you to call on Jesus through your situation, through your circumstance. It will not hurt you to call upon him. And I'm telling you, he said, call and he will answer us and show us great and mighty things. Can you say amen today? I tell you in Isaiah 60 and verse one, the Bible tell us arise and shine for the glory of the Lord will rise upon you. When you come out, the Bible said, come out from amongst them and be separate, says the Lord. And I will receive you as sons and daughters of the most high God. I'm telling you, when you begin to rise up and come out of that darkness, come out of that place where you think that nobody cares, nobody want you, I'm telling you, you rise up and God would put his glory upon you. Can you say amen? And that glory is salvation. That glory is the good things of God. He will put up on you. He will put a uh, uh, 
uh, things upon you because he is well able. The Bible say that God is rich, rich in glory. And so when he put his glory upon you and you're walking in his glory, you will shine and the world will come to your, your lightning as you rise up with Jesus. Well, we are so happy to be here today and to bring this point two to you today. I would like for you now to go to Pastor Cricket and join him as he closed in our final point three. Thank you. All right, guys. Hey, we moved outside here this morning because I want to preach point three to you, but I also want to show it to you. Point three is this. God has a plan to bring you out of this darkness. I want you to understand, God's not just on the sidelines watching what's happening to you in my life, in our country, in our churches, in the world, in your marriage, with your kids. God has a plan at work in our lives. As a matter of fact, the Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11, He says, For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans of good, not of evil. Plans to give you a future and to give you a hope. And I'm telling you, this morning, God's plan is at work in your life, whether in, the, in front of you or behind the scenes of your life. God's planning and working and moving on your behalf to change what your situation is now, to bring it into good, like the Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11. He says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans of good, not of evil. See, a lot of times we try to put the evil things or the bad things that's going on in our lives in God's plan, but they're not in God's plan. The Bible says it's the enemy that brings those things in, but it is God's plan at work in our lives that will bring them out. Now, guys, I'm here to tell you, God has a plan for the coronavirus. God has a plan for your life and for your marriage. God has a plan for your finances. And God's plan is for you not to fail, for you not to die, for it not to be over. God's plan for you is for your situation to turn to good. The problem is a lot of people give up on God's plan too soon, or they give up too early. You know, God's plan is at work on the very beginning, since the very beginning in this world. He's been working in dark times since the creation. He's been working in dark times since the fall of man. And every step along the way, God's plan has been at work in our history and in your lives. As a matter of fact, the Bible says this. It says He gave you His plan for you to have a future and a hope. Right now, guys, God is calling you and me to take a step into His plan. We've got a choice. We can live life how we want to, do things the way we want to. We can. This could be our lives and our will, but I'm here to tell you that if you will choose God's plan in your life, your life will do nothing but get better. You may go through hard times. The Bible says in Psalms 23, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. That's a dark time. It says you don't have to fear any evil because you are with me. God's plan at work in your life. You know, the Bible says in the Garden of Gethsemane when Jesus was there the night before Easter, He was faced with the question, Am I going to do it my way or am I going to do it God's way? And the Bible said, Jesus said this, He said, Not my will, but your will. But I love what he said right before that. He said, nevertheless, not my will. Guys, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing this morning, whatever situation it is, whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, I'm here to tell you, God has a plan to walk you out of this thing. God has a plan for your situation to change. And the Bible says that his plan is so good for you and me, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, not even came into our imaginations the things that God has planned for us. The Bible says that every one of your days are written in a book in heaven. His plan is laid out for us. All we have to do is be willing to allow His plan to be the ruling factor in our lives. I want to draw a picture real quick for you this morning. The picture here behind me is a picture of a dark screen. You know, in your life, 
you could in your marriage, with your kids, with your finances. I know in our nation we're facing some dark times and some dark things. But I want to show you just by real quick illustrating this, that even though it may look dark right now, God's plan is at work. God does His best work in the dark. And when you allow God's plan to work, I love the story of creation. It says He put everything at the right time, at the right moment in His plan. Everything is working for His good, for your good, if you're called and you love the Lord. Guys, what I want to talk to you about is can you imagine how dark it looked on the very first Easter? Because today we're looking on the outside of the tomb. They weren't able to see past the stone that was blocking the work that God was doing on the inside. The Bible says it was the Holy Spirit on the inside of that tomb that was awakening Jesus' dead body. And I'm telling you, just like the first Easter, if we could have seen it from the inside out, you would know God's plan was at work. And I'm here to tell you this. The Bible says the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. If you can see it from the inside out, you can see what God's doing in your life and in your future. And you don't have to worry about the storms and the winds going on. You will know that God's plan is for you and not against you. And it will give you and cause you and create in you to be everything you need to be. It will be good and not be evil. Well, the first step in that plan is for you to step into God's plan. The Bible says that for God so loved the world gave His only begotten Son. That's proof that there was a plan. It says it's not God's will that any should perish, but the truth is, some will. Because the only thing stronger on this planet than God's plan is mine and your plans. And if we choose to live our plans instead of give our lives to God and let God's plan be at work, then our plans will be what we live and our future will be what we have. And it's so much less than what God... That's why Jesus said, None, nevertheless, when you choose God's plan, your life gets brighter. I want to pray real quick for you with this first. Then I'm going to ask Jen to pray. But I want to pray with those there this morning that maybe don't know God or have never given your heart to God or you have never accepted God's will and His plan for you and that's to be saved by you accepting Jesus, what He did on the cross. Because see, when Jesus and the Holy Spirit comes on the inside of you, now you have the ability to do what we talked about in that picture. If we could have seen it from the inside out, it would have changed our perspective of it all. The disciples, they couldn't see from the inside out, so they were afraid and they were panicking and they were worried. In our COVID-19, if we could see this from the inside out, we see it through the eyes of the Holy Spirit, everything will change. And that happens first by you accepting Jesus. Would you simply, if you're not right with God, maybe you've given your heart to the Lord a long time ago and today you want to get back right with God or maybe you've never done it before, would you just simply pray this prayer with me? Say, Dear Father, thank you for loving me so much that from the moment I was born, your plan was at work in my life. Your word says you even knew me before I was formed in my mother's womb. You've been at work in my life since existence began. And God, today I make the decision to surrender to your plan. I ask Jesus to be Lord of my life. I ask you, God, to forgive me for all the sins, and I thank you for allowing the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross to cover and wash them all away. And I make the decision right now to believe that Jesus died for me, but yet he didn't stay dead. He rose out of a dark situation. And the Bible says you are calling me out of darkness into your marvelous light. And Lord, I accept that call. Lord, I accept you as my Savior. Thank you for saving me in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. You just started God's plan at work in your life. Jen, tell them what it's like. 
And if you just prayed that prayer, if you've ever prayed that prayer, you now have a hope and a future in God. And that is such an amazing thing. You know, what Jesus did for us on the cross, we can apply that blood in our life over every situation that the enemy attacks us in, whether it's through health, finances, family, job, no matter the situation. God's blood, Jesus' blood is there, and God will provide. It's like Cricket was saying, Jeremiah 29, 11 promises us a hope and a future. So right now, what I want to do with you is I want to begin to pray and speak that over you and have you, where you are, speak that, proclaim what your future, your destiny, and your hope is now going to be in Jesus. Because this that we're going through as a nation, a country, and as a church will not be our end. And even more now than ever in what we're facing in our world, it's more evidence that the blood of Jesus is powerful and strong because the enemy is fighting it with everything he has. So let's now pray this prayer and proclaim this as a proclamation for our hope and our future. God, we just proclaim today, Lord, the blood of Jesus in our situation, Lord. We just thank you, God, for sending your son so that we may be forgiven. Lord, we just proclaim right now that health and sickness and disease cannot be stolen from our families, from our friends, from our communities, and from our healthcare workers. God, we ask and pray protection over our finances, over our families, over our businesses, God. God, we ask you to restore relationships in this season, to restore mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, husbands, wives, and children, God. We just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing now. God, and we proclaim that what the enemy meant for evil, that you are turning for your good through the power of the blood of Jesus, Lord. And we just thank you, God, for what you're doing in this season. Amen. Hey, you can trust God's plan at work in your life. It will turn for good. Amen. It, whatever's bad, marriage, kids, money, finances, health, any of that, God Amen. is going to turn for your good. 